yourself. I'm wondering if I need to go back to therapy because um, I legit don't want to be with anyone. Like, it's not the guys I'm meeting. Actually, it is most of the time. But I also account for my lack of interest and long-term intention, to be honest with you. I've shared a few of my dating stories for entertainment. And I likely went on a date to entertain myself, to be honest. But the truth is, like, I've been single since April. So in almost a year, flew by. And I am thoroughly enjoying my solitude and peace. It's it's so uninterrupted. There's no discussions to be had, no disagreements, no discussions of money, no adjusting my time. It's all Aisha and Ace. All the time. These are intentions I can count on. I'm reliable. I know what I'm going to do. It's like the most peaceful and selfish time in my life in the most positive way possible. Like I can work all day without nuance and I typically work very long days and it would frustrate me when my passion is interrupted for foolishness. I love the work that I do. As many of you know, I'm so passionate about things. And people tend to actually be shocked that when I say, hey, I work 12 to 16 hour days sometimes. They're shocked that I actually do. But this is this is normal for me. This is no sweat. This is fulfilling. I'm not saying that my passion doesn't feel like work because sometimes it do. But when it gets to that point, you remember what you're doing, which is why it's important to follow your passion, do your passion. Make your life work, your passion. I just don't long for company regularly or consistently. I mean, I do have company as desired, you know, shake a leg, wiggle a toe. But my physical desires, they don't rule me. Sometimes I just need my mind cleared so I can keep working. (laughs) And even that has come with a burden. So I got to back up. We got to review these roots. I wasn't raised to be a wife, nor did I desire motherhood as a primary to do in my life. I was raised in a traditional home, you know, weird enough to be a feminist, to be a very independent woman. And for some strange reason, I think because it's what I grew up seeing, I desired marriage after dating, you know, for my ex for a couple years. He wasn't the first person that proposed to me. But I loved him. It seemed like the next natural step. Like steps to hell though. Oh, I'm kidding. I should say I'm kidding. But I'm having this conflicting battle with this route. You know, companionship and partnership is nice. But at the same time, I like being alone. Like, your presence has to be better than my solitude, and that hasn't been the case thus far. Like, I remember reading a statement by Oprah saying she never got married or had children because she knew what her work meant to her, and everything else would indeed suffer. And more recently, 
when they asked Whoopi Goldberg to if she would ever get remarried. And she says something to the effect of, I don't like people in my house. And I felt that on so many levels. I also felt that when I was married. But I felt that on so many levels and now I'm living it. Like, I go into my physical isolation for weeks at a time. Like, I pull myself away. People don't see me, not even my neighbors. I truly believe, I think I've actually unlocked a, a new level of masculine energy. Because though I'm not wearing my, my masculine energy, my dominance on my sleeve as a defense mechanism as I was before or as a measure to ensure that things were getting done. It's like, I like the benefits of a relationship, but I really don't want to be in one. There has to be a new level of masculine energy. I'm not sure. It sounds crazy to me, but I'm not the only woman that feels this way. I've, I've inquired. I'm like, is it just me? No. I'm just not interested in committing to anyone. So I probably shouldn't even be dating without long-term intention. Maybe it's not fair. But I was open to such possibilities. I mean, like I said, I love partnership. But it's also not a do or die situation because I really, really like me. I feel like people who don't want to be alone don't really like themselves. Like you don't want to be with your own thoughts. You don't want to have to think about why you're alone or whatever the situation is. But I really like me. I really do. I love the woman I've become. It was a journey. But I love the person that I am. So I don't really have a desire to have somebody constantly in my space right now. That's, I mean, maybe long term, I'm sure it'll adjust itself. But right now, after doing a bid after (laughs) 10 years, I mean, I just did fad time. I really want to be by myself. So I've been going on dates, meeting interesting people. And I mentioned in a previous episode how I have to be careful to not get locked in again too soon. And I really mean that. I meant that like in no joking manner. Like I laughed about it, but I got locked in (laughs) too soon the first time. I mean, I rode to the altar was, you know, we were young, lengthy. But I got locked in too soon. It's 24. I'm not going to do that again. It's not fair to me. You know, keeping that in mind, like I've recently been disgusted by the things I hear men say to me to entice me or attempt to lock me in. It's almost like they're doing a pick me. There's no material things that will do that. I can afford everything I need and want. And someone saying they love me annoys me because everything sounds like emotional manipulation. You, You really don't love me that quick. 
but it all sounds like emotional manipulation. So let's talk about the challenges and the apprehensions here. I'm 35. That's amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. Like, I feel like being at this age is a blessing. Like, I've always embraced the idea of getting older, uh, especially around the time I turned 30, because I felt like my age finally caught up with my maturity and my mental state. Most of you that, you know, know me on a personal level or even went to school with me know that there, there's some different, <laughs> there's definitely something different about Aisha, you know, um, this nerd. And I felt like, you know, the older I get, the better I get. But when I turned 30, I was like, yes. When I turned 35, I was like, oh, we starting life all over. This is great. This is wonderful. I'm just going to do me. But men in my age group are either looking to finally get hitched, settle down for the first time, or they, like me, have been married. And they now know exactly what it is they want or don't want. And that can be a good or bad thing. It just depends on the situation. Um, I'm not going to say unsuccessfully married because your marriage didn't work out. I'm I'm hesitant to say things like that because it really depends on the person and it depends on the lessons you learn. Um, If you were married and you do not learn or grow from the experience, meaning you feel the other person was 100% the problem, I would deem that an unsuccessful marriage. I mean, (laughs) at least split the blame 80-20. You know, that'll flip your so-called 80-20 rule. (laughs) But split that blame. There's self-accountability in that, you know. Sometimes we have to take our L because we ignored red flags. I got to hold myself accountable for that. I really do. So there's no way another person can be 100% to blame if you ignore shit you know you should have paid attention to i read this 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 thing that says the same problems you ignored in the beginning will be the problems that end you nothing truer so we the guy and i will meet and they had like the heavens like opened up or something like for real for real like and i say this in the most humble way possible i've never dated a man that didn't want to marry me Like, it's a problem, but it's really, they think they love me, but it's really infatuation. I'm honest to a fault. I'm authentic. I am everything I say, show, and exude. Nothing else. I'm Aisha all the time. It's either you like it or you don't. And they think they love that. But it becomes infatuation. It's, it's really just infatuation. When I hear the phrase, you're everything, it's really no, I'm, I'm just who I'm supposed to be. I'm myself all the time. You can count on this. But interesting enough, I don't want to marry every or any man that I've met. To be honest, you know, We might be cool, but I say that in a completely positive way. Let me be very clear. If 
I say this aloud. It is a reminder to myself that I once glamorized marriage. And when you do this, it will undoubtedly fail. Anything you glamorize before you actually experience it, you are already blinded. You have already missed the flags and the flaws. Two, it, 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 it takes time to see all the flags. It, if you pay attention enough, you'll see them in the first couple months. I treat yellow flags as red flags now. I even treat green flags as yellow flags. Like, slow down, wait a minute. And most of the time, I'll detach at some yellow flags. Yellow don't go back to green. Yellow always goes to red. See, you have to detach when you see a yellow flag, but especially when you see a red flag immediately. And that's easy if you have the discipline to do that very early on. But you got to have the discipline to do it early on because if you can't do it early on, trust me, you're going to have the hardest time doing it later when you've actually developed feelings and possibly a lifestyle with this person. And as much as people think I, I may be emotionally void or numb, you actually have to have feelings And the discipline to handle your feelings in a certain way. It's just those, it's those damn green flags that can get you. You must give a person time to see the real them and the consistency, not that representative. See, I'm always show up as me, but everybody else don't do the same. Consistency is key. But you got to really listen. Because I've seen people wear masks for a very long time. Then all of a sudden, quote unquote sudden, they show up as somebody else. No, I missed it. I missed it. And for a long time I had guilt because I felt like I missed it. And I, I, I did. I seen this shit. I ignored it. Didn't even give it a second thought. I seen the insecurities. I seen the control. I didn't think nothing of it. You know that stupid shit. Oh, he loved me. <laughs> loved me to death, damn it. The other thing is connecting on those four levels: intellectual, spiritual, emotional, and physical. So necessary. So underrated. Not to say that I don't have love for any of those that I've met. To love someone is is natural when you spend lots of time with them or exchange pleasantries. But actually being in love is not something I've experienced since my early marital years. Most most importantly, I know I know men trap too. They I mean it's like the 1950s for them. Like they trapping. It's also good for me to point out that most of the time, men marry up. Since about the 1970s, 1980s, they have. Men marry up. Why? 
It used to be about being his arm candy, right? You know, something to flaunt, something to show off. Now that women are breadwinners, entrepreneurs, and independent, it's about natural elevation. All right, so hear me out on this. That's my story. There are roots in the foundation of Adam and Eve. A man actually needs a good woman his rib to actually achieve his full potential. So check this out. The story goes, God creates Adam. God got some work for Adam to do, but Adam can't do it. Adam goes to sleep. God puts Adam to sleep. He takes the rib, which automatically, because he takes this rib to create another being, automatically tells me, Adam, this man, is insufficient as is, as created. So God takes this this rib and he creates Eve. With that rib, the creation of Eve happens, right? Eve is actually created as a complete woman. It is actually man that is incomplete. It is actually man that is supposed to find that woman, that right woman, his rib, so he can fulfill himself. It's not women who need fulfilling. We were created complete. It's men. Now, I can get into some other feminism stuff on why We've held women down the way we have for so long, but it don't matter because that's not the case anymore. That's like the situation where I talked about Ruth, right? Y'all forget that Ruth was actually on her grind. Her husband had died and she had actually went to take care of his mother, her mother-in-law. Ruth was in the field, hustling, working, providing. Boaz found her. Women... You're complete. You can handle whatever it is you need to handle if you want to without a man. It's like the 1950s for men out here. So they actually need the right woman to fulfill or reach that full potential. So, because men trap too, I pay attention. And I listen to conversations beyond words because it's not easy to hide who I am or what I do. I may play into your foolishness with my sarcasm, but I've learned that everyone doesn't catch it and and they'll run with their fantasy of me. They'll run. It's amazing the stuff that I've been told. I never show up with expectations and I think you shouldn't as a woman, honestly, beyond respect. I show up as me. And I allow the guy to be. Because if someone asks you your expectations and you detail it out, it gives a narcissist or someone who is emotionally manipulative the opportunity to wear a mask you design. You gave them the blueprint, the toolkit. This is what I want you to show up as. So you really actually 
telling you what I know because I'm telling you what I did. You never actually get the chance to meet the real person because they too busy trying to be what you said you wanted and a partner. That shit gonna fail every time. So I just listen now intently. I listen to men making plans for my life without asking my opinion. I listen to men speak in a controlling yet subtle nature. I'm not going to go from one end of control to the other. Pay attention. Oh, he's showing initiative. How much of that is actually initiative? I hear men say, I love your independence. It's so attractive. It's one of the things I admire about you most. I love a woman that can get shit done. But, and see, when you hit me with that but, I'm turned off. I don't care what's going on. Everything you say from that point on is going to sound like bullshit. It's like I always meet these men who are so happy about the independence, but then want you to be dependent on them. I don't, I don't understand that. complete turnoffs and a sign for me to go ahead and detach and let me be clear I am very vocal on my intention to not commit to anyone at this time but I see that men take that as a challenge and I'm pretty sure that's you know women with men as well but I see men take that as a challenge like she say that now, but let me do this or let me do that. And, you know, it's pick me attitude. That's what it is. It's pick me behavior. Then they're hurt. <laughs> when I take my time, my space and talents on the road. <laughs> Dating is trash. It's terrible and difficult. Like, and I'm pretty sure it's because it's just not, I don't have, I don't have long-term intentions at this moment. I'm meeting good guys, don't get me wrong, but that doesn't mean that they're for me. I think that's also something that we need to be very clear, ladies. We need to recognize that. Just because you meet someone that is cool, he a good guy, that doesn't mean that he's your one, your mate, your spouse. That doesn't mean that's your husband. Like sometimes people just stick around because you're a good person and they don't want to see you with somebody else. But because they wearing this mask, at some point the insecurity is going to seep out. In what way? I don't know. So we got to stop fantasizing shit before you miss something trivial. I've learned so much about being in the moment from my own traumatic experiences. You know, I started listening with my eyes closed. So this guard that I'm currently exercising is protecting me from so much foolishness. It's protecting me from getting trapped, being emotionally manipulated, gold diggers, men who want my uterus forever. (laughs) What is that about? That's creepy. It's funny, but it's true. It's seriously true. If I tell you some of the plans that men told me they had for me in my life, it's, it doesn't make sense. 
And I'll feed into it. I'll be like, really? Go ahead. Tell me more. So what else are we going to do? But that takes it to a whole different level. So I got to stop doing that. Put myself in a position that's not good. But men don't care. They don't listen. As they seem to just think a woman, because they've been conditioned by society, they seem to just think um, a woman who says she doesn't want a commitment is a game. Like, oh, she say that, but all women want relationships. All women want marriage. And that's simply not true. It's not. I did. I experienced the dark side of the moon. I'm good. I can't say if I ever want to be married again. I know right now I don't. I know I don't have any intention of a long-term commitment at this moment. I'm just enjoying my solitude. Your presence can't beat it. Now, let's walk on that side. The game of capture can also come through sex. Nah, baby. (laughs) Psych your mind. I'll snatch your soul and give it back. But, this is also why I advocate for women to know their bodies enough to please yourself. I mean, let's not be shy about it. Like, this is healthy. It's so healthy. And it helps you to not get caught in a moment of weakness, honey. Handle your business. Go on about your day. Do it a couple times a week. See if you feel like having (laughs) anyone around you on a regular basis. Oh, okay. So, that really will lead to my misconcept, my miscommunication of standing on secure, dominant alpha male. Like, I legit had this idea of the exact man for me based on the shit that I didn't get before. I had this idea because I'm not a woman you can be with if you're insecure. I'm not. I'm not going to play into it. I'm not going to stroke your ego. I think naturally men do need their ego stroking, but I'm not going to revolve my life around not doing something or doing things a certain way because of your insecurities. That's not healthy and that's not living. I move a lot. I got a lot going on. There's a lot of people in my life. There's a lot of moving parts to being who I am. I'm not emotionally needy and Monday through Thursday, you likely won't hear from me. In the weekend, if I don't want to be bothered, I'm not always available on purpose because my peace is everything. Dating me is like, you'll never have 100% of me. I'll never 100% be yours. Nah, you got to accept that. Like, and most people, most men can't. They don't understand that because society has positioned uh, put the idea in our head that a woman belongs to a man. No, I don't. No, I don't. Don't do that. I belong to me. I also believe I belong to the universe. Like, <laughs> I wasn't put here to just be attached as a wife or a mother. Like, those, I really, like, listen to me when I say this. I feel like becoming a wife or a mother, 
or becoming a spouse or a parent, let's keep it general. That's one of the most selfish decisions you can make. Like really think about that. You truly only do those things, get married or have kids because you want to. That's it. Because you want to. You put yourself in a position to. And I didn't say those are terrible decisions. Let me be very clear. They're not terrible decisions, but they are selfish. There's no, there's no, especially on at least parenthood, there's no taking that back. You don't do it and you're not ready. Like those things may be some of the most pleasant experiences. I believe in some instances they are, but I've also seen the unhappiness in both. But even with those decisions, you have to understand that your purpose is way bigger in life. No knocks to each his own, but your purpose is bigger than being attached to another person. But what I've learned is to drop the labels because all alphas are not secure and all alphas actually can be dominating without having their shit together. That's a personality. Don't necessarily mean you got your shit together. I know we like to say, oh, what is that? No, no, no. I know dominant personalities that do not have their shit together. And that's a turn off. I've had conversation with, it might just be me though. Because um, I have had conversations with quote unquote alpha males about security. Dominance and listening. I listen to what they define themselves Or why they define themselves as alphas. And they talk a lot about showing up. They talk a lot about security. They talk a lot about uh, being that dominant force. But then I watch their actions. And they all have some form of insecurity. At least when it comes to me. I'll meet a guy that's like seems so secure, cool, chill. One guy told me I can date, you know, I can go on and date other people. I was dating other people anyway, but clearly he needed to say that for his own gratitude. You can go and date other people and this, that, and the other. That wasn't the case. He still showed his slip. That's emotional manipulation. You say one thing, you do another. Or say show another. You have to note you actually do not need to assert authority if you're secure. You don't have to beat on your chest. You don't have to verbalize it. Your presence will speak it. And I need men and women to know that. You walk in a room, your presence will speak that. So, Now, I don't give a damn about your self-identification. You know, um, (laughs) actually, a few weeks ago, I decided to stop dating. Completely. It's not fair. The same reason I go ghost from friends and family. I'm actually in isolation right now. I haven't actually physically seen people in about, I don't know, two, three weeks. I think I'm going on three weeks. But I've been in physical isolation for a couple weeks. Men want more from me than I'm willing to give. 
<laughs> and that's why I say I think I <laughs> that's why I say I think I've done tapped into a new level of masculine energy. I want my space and time most of the time. And when I want you around, <laughs> I want you around. But not always in my personal space. That's crazy. Judge me. <laughs> yeah, you know, my grocery bill, my mortgage is paid, it's cool. Well, recently, I went into isolation from most people, if not, matter of fact, all people. Actually, I don't think my neighbors have seen me walking a dog, that's it. I'm doing a cleanse. Nails in the coffin, hence the title of this episode. Nails in the coffin and dating after divorce. Those nails are the closure from my once marriage. I'm almost about to start acting like I've never been married before. So y'all hold on to that. So the nails is leaving, staying gone. Filing for divorce and actually seeing it through. Y'all know the story of my 2018-2020 divorce. No longer caring. Like I immediately never missed this man. You know, I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't wish any harm or misery I just don't care when you are miserable for a while everything is a relief everything is a relief and it's like you learning yourself and your peace all over again so you actually if you're doing the healing process right you don't have time to miss that person just the very thought annoys you I just see it as, you know, we are strangers who were once familiar. It's like, God bless you. Just stay away from me. Then there is, of course, that uh, divorce decree. Major nail in the coffin. I was so excited and relieved. I took a nap. <laughs> and if you know me, when I get really excited, I have to take a nap. It's usually about a two hour nap. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I got a new social security card. I was like, who is this? I don't know anybody. (laughs) And my driver's license and my passport's in the mail. Like, I'm so excited. I was so happy. Actually, the last trip I took with my hyphenated name, it was my birthday trip because I wanted to wait because you have to surrender your passport when you do a name change. So it was my birthday trip to Tulum. Such a beautiful place. Um, I went with uh, one person and I was able to do a lot of reflection. A lot of reflection. And um, that is actually where I decided to randomly sell my house. It was random as hell. My birthday is January 22nd. My house was under contract by February 19th. It was so random. I literally had just spent like 15 grand at the end of of, of um, 2020 doing my floors and my painting, my um, walls and ceilings, honestly. Like, I love to hate this house. It's actually, uh, the entire house is a traumatic experience for me. 
so when I randomly made such a big decision, it was time. time. I knew it was time to move on. You know, and don't get me wrong, that moving, there's a thought when they went under contract and all of that and setting up, you know, my movers. That induced a level of anxiety in me. And I welcomed it. I had to get that cry out because I was sad. This this is not how I planned my life. But I'm at the happiest point I've ever been in my life. In that moment of anxiety... I realized I didn't want to date anymore. I realized that this level of peace and happiness doesn't need interruption or more so distraction. Because again, everybody I was meeting wanted way more out of me than I was willing to give. Men plant themselves. And I'm not ready for nobody to plant themselves around me. So, bet. I sold my house. I purchased a palace fit for an unattached goddess. <laughs> I absolutely love, 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 love my new place. The greatest thing about it, no one has my address beyond, you know, me, my realtor, and the mortgage company. And I love that. I'm literally a ghost and I'm about to go ghost. It's a whole different level. Because I have no plans on sharing my address for a while or maybe even the whole summer. I damn sure don't plan on having no man in my space. I got to plant my own energy. I keep telling y'all, men plant themselves. Like a woman leaving a bobby pin on the, the, the bathroom counter. He might leave a hairbrush shirt or some shoes girl you better pay attention you got your own shit he trying to see us just like a woman leaving a bobby pin he trying to make a mark so just in case you know it's another man coming over there you might see them shoes you might see that hairbrush men trap too i keep telling y'all this i'm telling y'all what i know i'm seeing i'm good Mm -mm. hey get your shoes get your shoes (laughs) I'm trying to teach you something before you end up with someone that just never left. Just because they're always around. Just because. He was so nice. He stayed nice. (laughs) That don't mean that was a person for you. It doesn't qualify him or her as your person. That's a yellow flag. Pay attention to it. So, I've always liked my personal space. I mean, I had damn near a 5,000 square foot house with just myself in Voldemort. That's a Harry Potter reference, by the way. Voldemort is the bad guy. He's the evil guy in the Harry Potter franchise. But I've always liked my space because I like me. I being able to enjoy yourself, your time, your solitude without the desire for another human is the greatest strength and danger. 
And a lot of people don't know how to handle that. A lot of people have emotional needs to feel needed or to feel included. They don't know how to handle that. That's why, you know, a while ago I said, you know, my grass is greener wherever I am because I like me. In me, I found peace. In me, I found strength. I found happiness. Finding peace and solitude is amazing. I can't rave enough about it because it's, it's me and God. I forgot how much I actually enjoyed my own time and my own space because I was busy playing to the ego or the emotional neediness of others, insecurities and shortcomings. And again, that wasn't just my ex. I told you about family and friends, emotionally needy. And as a result, my peace was shattered. Never again. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. So dating is done. Dinner is cool. Sex as needed because I'm a sexual being. <laughs> but even... Even that will have people wearing masks trying to be what you want or what they think you want. But commitment? No, I'm good. I don't... No, thank you. But let me end on this note. My nails in the coughing and my experiences with dating after divorce made the fact apparent that it's not a matter that I'm not ready to be with someone it's that I don't want to I'm enjoying the peace and solitude that I've redesigned for myself and any yellow flag is a no-go so To the women who are focused on marriage or commitment in some form, remember this. Some of the greatest NBA players don't have rings. It's not because they're not great, but because they're on the wrong team. You need to choose you and what's best for you, always. And to the women who just want, damn, a piece of a man, because you feel incomplete. Damn, sis. He'll never make you whole. I promise. After you break your own heart, it's the worst shit you can do, but I did it. But after you break your own heart and you finally choose to heal, You'll love yours, your life, your time, your space. You'll love yourself. 
And only then will you never settle again. I know I won't. Thank you for listening. Y'all stay blessed. Thank you.